All right, all right. Welcome back to another episode of Right Down the Broadway. I am Zach Kautz, joined always by my brother, BK Bennett Kautz. What is going on, BK? Not much, not much. Just chilling. Yeah, just chilling. I feel it. Um, We spoke about a week or so ago now about our beloved New York Knicks, man. Um, There was a lot of frustration at the time in that episode, I think. Um, May have said some things out of pocket, but again, they need to be said. Yeah, they need to be said. Um, I was a little critical of Tibbs, my guy. Okay, I do love Tibbs, but he the the criticism is justified. Um, we were particularly excited about RJ's play. We were starting to see some glimpses from all of our young guys. Um, I'll just put it. I'm gonna open the floor to you, BK, right now because I know I kind of got stuff off my chest last week, but mm. now it's uh, February third. We got exactly one week until the NBA trade deadline. The Knicks are in 12th place right now in the East. Um, Where is your head at? How are you feeling about the rest of the season? Um, Yeah, just how, where are you at compared to last week uh, in terms of uh, this team overall? Yeah, I'd say um, for the most part, I'm, I'm pretty much, I'm pretty much at the same level. Um, you know, I'm still seeing the positive of the season, focusing more on, you know, all the young pieces that we have now and, you know, how exciting the future is. But in terms of, you know, like kind of the, the ranking order of which guys I'd like to see gone, uh, I think that's changed up a little bit. Um, to me, I think I've been really encouraged by how uh, Fournier has been playing recently. Um, you know, you could say, oh, you know, I was I've been joking around with you. Yeah, that he's he's boosting his trade value, but at the same time, it's like, I like seeing a guy when his name's in the headlines, that's, you know, that motivates him to ball out. So I, I can respect that. Um, but yeah, it, it still remains very clear that, uh, you know, we got to move a guy like Alec Burks, got to open up that, that two guard, three guard, you know, kind of wing, uh, minutes that we have for guys like Grimes and Cam Reddish. Um, Kemba has looked really bad. Um, he, I was, I don't know who I said, I said this to someone on Twitter, but he kind of has like been reminding me of what IT looked like when he came back to the Lakers. Just like, just, you know, he can get you some buckets sometimes, but just not a, not an NBA athlete anymore, unfortunately, is what it looks like. Yeah. Um, now, will we, will we get the version of him that we got on Christmas again at some point? Probably not, but you, maybe, you know, you never know. Um, but yeah, uh, I would say as far as the trading goes, um, that's kind of where my head's at. I think the Randall situation is interesting. Uh, I'm sure we'll talk more about that. Um, I, but I really think that the higher uh, priority should be the, the smaller guys in the rotation, like, like the Alec Burks is like the Kemba, uh, even Fournier. Um, but Nerlens. Nerlens too, yeah. But that isn't to say that I don't think – I do think Randall should be moved. Um, I just think we should wait till the off season. I think that's a, Interesting. a better time to do it. But yeah, that's, that's kind of where my head's at. Interesting. So, so last week when we were chatting, I would say the urgency wasn't quite there. You weren't ready, really. Like you're you're taking calls on Randall. You mm-hmm. said, um, so you're you're more on the on the boat of not making a major trade right now. Where where does that put us? in terms of this, this East playoff race. Cause, cause seriously, I mean, there are teams that are starting to play better now. Like the Celtics and the mm-hmm. Hawks are really starting to play better. And the Raptors are just a good team. The Hornets are just a good team. Like where, where are we going this year? Let, let, let me just ask you that. Where, where do you want the Knicks to end up going this season? If we only make those minor trades, like you're talking about, if they mm-hmm. trade a Burks, Noel and Kemba, what do you want? What are you expecting from this team? Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, if we make, if we make the small trades, keep Randall, uh, get D Rose back after the all-star break. That is a definitely major factor lately yeah. with this team. Yeah, absolutely. I, I don't see why we can't go on a little run here. I mean, I'm looking at the standings right now and it's, you know, the Atlanta Hawks are eight games back. We're nine games back. So, I mean, the 10th spot is open for the taking, you know, how how awesome is that that we get the 10 spot not awesome but it's you know, jumbled it, in the east man it's just it, jumbled up it is definitely um i'd say 
anywhere between that, you know, that seven to that seven to 10 spot, I think is, you know, we get a good stretch for the second half of the season. It's possible. But however, I did see that we do have like the second hardest schedule uh, post post all-star yeah. break. So. Yeah, they're about to start this uh, West Coast road trip, which is not going to be easy for these guys because, you know, you get heavy legs on the road um, and they're good teams. They're playing as well. We can't play the Sacramento Kings every night, unfortunately. Um, But okay, so let me let me phrase this then. We um, you mentioned Randall. You think it's time to move on, maybe not at the deadline in the offseason. Why? I think um, the Randall situation is really interesting because. And this is why this is crazy. Like, I don't understand how I have such an optimistic perspective about all that's going on with the Knicks when like the collective kind of opinion is really pessimistic right now, which I don't really get. But how I see it is it's a win-win situation. It's either we keep Randall, you know, we rally, we either stay exactly where we are or, you know, we make the playoffs. Everyone's happy. We get great experience for the young guys, great rally around the team. Or, like I said, we stay where we are or lower, then we, we're getting a good draft pick. We have a great excuse to move off of Randall. And it's just like, it just would feel like a great time to embrace, you know, a soft rebuild, in my mm-hmm. opinion. So interesting. I, interesting. I think that would be great, personally. We've been soft rebuilding for a minute now, man. <laughs> I hear you. I see I your heads say Last year was really a rebuild, though. You know. So ultimately, it'll dictate how the Knicks play. I mean, like if if the Knicks really start to ta- taper here and really start to fade, mm-hmm. I, I'm with you. It's 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 the reset button. It's okay. Like we're moving yeah. off of 20 points per game. It's time to really, really. So it almost just jump starts that that kind of youth. Yeah. I, I also think, though, I really think, which is, like, why I'm so on the fence with Randall, is I think if we opened up some space in the starting lineup for these young guys, mm-hmm. I really think adding in, like, the scoring pressure of IQ, the scoring pressure of Grimes, maybe Cam, if he can create a little bit. Like, the more scoring we get around Randall, the easier his role is in our offense. And he just You're needs preaching. to – preaching, man. You know, you're preaching. You are oh, preaching okay, yeah. what I've been – what. I mean, what I think a lot of Knicks fans have been saying is that Julius's play has definitely not been great this year. Like he's, he's deserving, deserving of the criticism and like, you know, not coming to the mic after losses and stuff. That's, you know, as a New York leader, you have to accept some of this stuff, but like, we're not doing Julius any favors with how we're setting him up in games that I mentioned to you before we hopped on that, that article with, with by Fred Katz on the athletic really goes into it comparing last year and this year and just the makeup that Randall has to like his game is changing a lot this year for the worse clearly yeah he's taking more jumpers because he can't get to the rim as easier when he's got these giant rim protectors out there like Mitch and Noel and all these guys mm-hmm. and when you have a Kemba dude I just well you mentioned it before man Kemba is washed and I hate to say it I hate to say it I hate to see it it was fun that we had those moments this year where he got the 40-point triple-double, but, like, 20 minutes a night, he's not impacting the game. It was it was one thing, too, even when he was still starting and he, you started to see those assist numbers go up. Like, I was liking that when he was at least trying to run pick-and-rolls with Randall and stuff. But now, man, like, I really don't understand. I don't understand why we even need to start a point guard at this point. I would start R.J. Fournier and Grimes as my backcourt. I don't care. Have okay. R.J. bring it up. And have the have RJ and Randall run the offense. That's all I'm seeing in our half courts anyway. Mm-hmm. Kemba gets the ball out of his hands and then he's in the corner. So I just I don't <laughs> know where this benefits developing RJ, developing Randall still, and developing Mitch. Like Mitch had a monster game last night. We can talk about but, that. Yeah. But what but but what could we do with it? Like he had one of his best games of the year, and that was we can talk about last night's game. That was a great team, like a great, great team. Before, but before we get into that. I, I need to the, – the thing that just, like, blows my mind with the whole campus situation is regardless of if we move him or not, what does – like, can someone tell me what he does that that is so much better than what IQ does? They're the same type of guard. Like, they're mm-hmm. both kind of score first. I'm going to get shots up, space the floor. They're not – you know, they're not real pure playmakers – um, oh yeah, no. Like I wouldn't even say I wouldn't even say Kemba has a huge advantage in that that you know 
if he was like Ricky Rubio, like running the offense, I'd be like, yeah, he's important, but yeah. he's the same. It's the same exact type of point guard. So why, why would you not give him the keys? And I think, I think, I think it might be what happened earlier this year. I think what happened is when we benched Kemba and I don't, I don't remember if we were starting, I think we were starting Burks for, for majority of the time, but we still, the offense didn't really look much different, right? At that point, like in the year, if correct me if I'm wrong, like, and I think maybe you're referencing like now Tibbs like, man, the same thing, like nothing's going to change. You know what I mean? But actually we balled out like those, those first couple games where we put Burks in the lineup. Yeah. And then, I mean, the three good games that Burks had this year. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe they just looked at it and they were like, this isn't sustainable. Uh, And then of course, Derrick Rose gets injured and that really changed the plan. So my point about last night's game is that's a great team on the other side. A bunch of punks. If you ask me though, first of all, that freaking jaw quote, I'm getting tired of seeing that. Like somebody is going to deck Desmond Bain soon, bro. By the way, that guy is a little, he's tough. Don't get me wrong. But he, you know, bro, you know, especially when you see those guys on the court that look like football players, but they're mm-hmm. playing basketball, they automatically think they're like the biggest, baddest, toughest dude. Oh, yeah. And it's mm-hmm. like, homie, you don't you don't want to mess with Julius Randle. You do not want to mess with that boy. No, I you promise bully. you, you, you definitely don't want that smoke with Randle. So so we'll, we'll leave it at that. But mm-hmm. that was a winnable game, bro. Like, that's yeah. a great team. Top five team in the league. And it was right there for the Knicks. They had to just keep clawing back, clawing back, clawing back. And I hate to say it, but it's like the 20 minutes that Kemba, Burks, and Noel get us in that game, what? They br- they hold us zero. back, man. They hold all everybody back. They hold a good game from RJ, a good, decent game from Randall. Like, Randall was up until a couple late turnovers. Like, we were in that game. So He's had a triple-double. Almost a triple-double. Like, I understand getting ejected is not a good look. I understand that. They got the double text with Bane with that little dust up thing because Bane was just being a little punk and swiped that Randall. So whatever. And then at the end, the game is over. So I, I saw the reaction on Nick's Twitter like, oh, you know, we got to get Randall out of here. I'm starting to go a little bit back on my take there. Again, if Sacramento, Indiana, Dallas picks up the phone and they're like, hey, let's let's try to make a deal. We're interested in Randall. I talk about it. Yeah. But this season, I'm kind of. I'm kind of more on keeping Randall let's just make it easier for him man because I, I think you've mentioned this before man like why can we not see small ball lineups with Randall at the five he's the yeah. perfect small ball five it just it makes so much sense and it, it, it's and I I keep doing this with you BK my brother I look back and I'm like where does this all start from Tibbs and it's frustrating me it's really frustrating me yeah. because Tibbs will not adapt and even a little bit in games where Randall's got it going. So let's see some small ball with him, especially against a team like the Grizzlies, where like the only center they got is Steven Adams. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. speed him up a little bit. I just, I, I don't get it. And you saw it. I don't, I'm, I'm not sure when you started tuning in last night, but like the second half came on and the Knicks started pushing the tempo. Mm-hmm. Like that, that was an adjustment. Like they finally started pushing the tempo and we started getting back in that game. So I think from an X's and O's perspective, I love Tibbs. And I love what he brings to this team, mm-hmm. but developing young players and giving them meaningful minutes and running a rotation. I, it's hard. It's, it's, it's terrible, bro. It's terrible to watch. I need somebody drag Tibbs over and sit him behind the guy that was coaching Memphis last night, man. Like hey, that guys coach. knows how to run a rotation. You can't tell me the Grizzlies roster besides Ja. I understand Ja is a phenom. But you can't tell me the Grizzlies roster is that much better than the Knicks roster. You really can't. I would just, I would almost argue the Knicks might have a better roster besides uh, their number ones. Besides their number ones, you could argue that, man. It's close. It, it's like it's what it's what I imagine the Knicks could be in two, three years once we just get rid of this dead weight. Because you look at their roster, it's all these young guys. It's Tyus Jones, Brandon. That's Clark. what I mean. It's so all young why guys. not? Why can't the Knicks be young, man? Why can't Deuce be out there? Why can't Cam? Like that's what this Knicks team would be. So that has been my thing. I think the Grizzlies and Cavs have been perfect products of it. Um, See, I don't, I don't understand like, how Cam Reddish doesn't play minutes. <clears throat> I, it's, first round pick. The the Tib stuff is difficult because it's his stubbornness to me is is more a reflection that he wants to show his guys that he has his back, right? So. I don't know if that's necessarily 
they're my vets. I need to back them. I think it's any of the guys that he has playing. You know, he sees what they do in practice. That's when he thinks they earn their minutes. And he's just going to stick with his guys. And that's, as a player, I'm sure the players love that. that a, a coach that actually has their back, you know, doesn't give in to what the media is saying, all that, you know. Because the media is back and forth every week. They want this guy to start. They want another guy to start the next week. So having that stable presence of Tibbs definitely has its place. Um, he's definitely not perfect. Um, I I am definitely becoming more and more open to to the Johnny the Johnny talks. Um, but I would just like I really just want to caution people, like just be grateful for what we have right now because there's That's a lot of seen. coaches out there that are like actually sabotaging their teams. And there's a lot of coaches we've had in the last couple of years that have actually sabotaged our team. So, you know, take it with a grain of salt is all I've been trying to say. I hear you. I hear you. I definitely hear you. You want to hear my plan? I, I think my sure. plan can help Tibbs as well, man. Okay. Right, and and hopefully. So this is what I'm doing. If I'm Leon up until the deadline, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not trading Randall. I'm getting on the phone and I'm getting Kemba Burks and Noel in mm-hmm. some sort of trade two guys that came to mind where I think again maybe not even I don't even know if Kemba is going to be traded to be honest like I feel like Burks and Noel mm-hmm. might get traded and we might just bench Kemba so again there's there's factors here but first move trade Burks and Noel and like a pick four I have two names that I think you might like Goron in Toronto he's just he's waiting to get out of there like they yeah. the Toronto's ready to, to accept him I don't know how appealing Burks and Noel are to them, but maybe they would like it, whatever. Good contract. Salary dump. So you get Goron, or maybe you call Boston and see what they would want for Schroeder. And I would still entertain that as a, as a late kind of plug and see if like it can fix the lineup a little bit. He doesn't help mm-hmm. tremendously with the spacing issues, but like you said, he's at least a traditional playmaking kind of get to the rim point guard. Mm-hmm. So that was my, that would be my first move. After that, you can start, Goron or Derrick Rose at the at the time you got both. I'd rather Goron. You can kind of do both. Like whoever's kind of going at the time, you probably start Goron to get get Rose his le- his legs back. Start Grimes on that group. Slide Fournier to the sixth man, and I think Fournier in the sixth man is perfect. It takes the burden off of him a little bit defensively. He doesn't have to guard like Chris Middleton and Bradley Beal and all these guys that, and Jalen Brown, like that he tries to guard and just can't. Mm-hmm. And he's the number one option on, on the bench unit. You know, he's still a great scorer. We've seen him. His shot is still there. I think I saw like in the last couple weeks or so, he's one of the top three point shooters in the league mm-hmm. um, catch and shoot. So that would be my pitch to Leon and Tibbs. And then you have Taj or Sims to take Nerlens's minutes makes the bench unit. You get a little bit more, uh, and then moving Burks off of that, you free up a spot on the second unit. For who? Cam Reddish. So, again, I feel like there's just there's so much potential with the roster, man, and, like, we can really start winning games if just Tibbs just tweaks it a little bit. And to your point, like, he's got his guys back, I understand, but, like, part of having Tibbs and our stable front office, I feel like, which has been good for the team, is that guys are going to understand they're going to understand if we start Grimes, if we play Cam, and if Burks, Kemba, these other guys don't, you know, their minutes start shaving or whatever, they get benched. Like, they understand it's about basketball. We're an yep. organization. We're stable. They will understand that Tibbs is making the right decision for the team. So oh, yeah. that's my pitch. Maybe it's not that easy as NBA 2K or whatever, but mm-hmm. I feel like those moves make a ton of sense. They they bring a little bit of flair and, and new blood to the starring lineup while also shifting one of our best scoring options to the second unit, which I know that that unit is rolling, but all these guys practice together. Like you can't tell me a lineup of IQ, Fournier, Cam, Obi, and Sims. Like you can't tell me that would be like a super intriguing lineup. So mm-hmm. I really think I would love to see that. I don't know if you saw the report that like the Knicks aren't going to move Burks just to open up a roster spot, a rotation spot. I don't know if you saw that report. So it really looks like they want they they want a player back. They don't want to just trade Burks and Noel for second round picks. So I kind of understand that, but so that's where I'm at. At the end of the day, though, I'm honestly not opposed to just not making any moves. Just keep it like this and let's tank. You know, like let's not tank tank, but like if we keep this this roster. 
I'm not confident we're winning a playoff series. So no, if, if he's coaching this way, if the rotation is this way, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't hate that plan at all. Um, so you that seem was to my be, 10 step plan. I, I do love the <laughs> idea of the getting Goron though. Getting Goron. He's intriguing, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I also think, um, something I've been thinking about, um, which, which would be very interesting is I love like a, you know, Fournier, kind of Alec Burks, maybe Noel, you know, one of those combination of those guys, um, maybe some draft compensation for a deal around maybe like a Jordan Clarkson type guy on the jazz or something, add some scoring pop off the bench or, you know, a guy in that, of that nature. A creator, Um, just somebody can get their own shot. Yep. It'd be crazy if we had somebody like that on the bench. Yeah. But (laughs) I I do think, I, I really hope, I really hope the Knicks do look into trying to get, um, to, to dump some of these guys for draft compensation because like, it's not even like you, like we've been saying, like we don't really need personnel. Like we don't need some personnel. Like we have guards, we have wings, we have big men. I mean, maybe we could use a little depth at forward and wing ish kind yeah. of. Um, Cause we don't have like a true forward besides Obi and, and Julius, but um, Cam. <clears throat> yeah. Whoosh. Yeah. We do have Cam <laughs> forgetting. Um <laughs> But um, oh, yeah, I, I would say priority number one would be we got to figure out the point guard situation. Um, I think there's an easy fix. I really just think it's as easy as bench Kemba start IQ. Um, the second one, though, it really is opening up those minutes for Grimes, um, which is why it. I know I just said I'm kind of, you know, I don't really want to let go of Fournier because the way he's been playing, but if there's a guy that's going to get traded, he's the most likely because he has the most value um, yeah. out of all the guys, probably either him and Burks could actually add something to a team. Yeah. So I don't know, man, maybe, you know, you always got to keep your eye out for those, those desperate contenders, you know what I mean? Who are just looking to make a move, you know, whether we could scalp something from the Lakers or, you know, <laughs> maybe, maybe the Clippers, if they want to make a little, right. little late push. Yeah, now that's just that was a perfect segue, bro. Because mm. Nick's Twitter, I don't know if you saw the SNY article, but Nick's Twitter all of a sudden entertained the idea of trading for Russell Westbrook. Where do you stand oh. on that? <laughs> I'll just let you let you have that moment. Just I don't need, and I'm a and this is so funny because I'm the biggest, I'm a huge Westbrook fan. The ba- but the that is one. so Nothing. stupid. I like well, first of all. Before I go too far in, what what are like the trade packages that they're talking about? I think it was like Fournier, Burks, and Noel <laughs> for Russ. So like, look, I understand that. Like, I understand. Again, it's nothing against Russ. Like, would Russ be a great Nick? Probably. Like, I really sure. think he would absolutely love playing for New York and playing if in the we had a roster for him though. Exactly, and it's like I do not I. If you've watched him this year, you understand what he is. And that's just who yeah. Russ is at this point. He's just a little bit more inefficient version of himself. So yes, teams like the Lakers, who have two of the top 10 players on earth, can get away with having Russ as their third option. I for it's so stupid for both sides. Like I don't even <laughs> Yeah, that's what I, I don't even that's what I was like. The Lakers that. would never entertain that offer. That I think, doesn't make I, think I literally I remember seeing someone post some shit like that on on Twitter, and I was like the Lakers would be so immeasurably worse from this trade. Yeah. Like not, and I'm a Knicks fan. Like, it might've been Kemba was in there too. I'm like, you really think yeah, the Lakers want sure Kemba? Kemba like, oh, Kemba will get you the same scoring. Like, dude, you're not watching the games, bro. Yeah. So that was good segue there because that was an SNY articles floating that around today. Knicks Twitter or this week, should I say? And uh, yeah, we That's do not need that energy. Do not need That's it. actually, that reminds me. Um, Cause Bill Simmons kind of brought that up. I don't know. Did you see that on his uh, his pod with KOC Mm-mm. that he did? He was like, they did um they did like a segment where they're talking about like most panicked franchises right now. Oh, yeah. And he brought up the Knicks, which I mean, of course he did. He's the Celtics, you know, faithful yeah. to the end. Um, but like immediately and KOC, he's been a pretty, you know, I wouldn't Knicks say he's realist. been a huge. Yeah, I wouldn't say he's a huge supporter of the Knicks, but like right off the bat, he was like, yeah, I'm going to have to disagree with you. Like, I really like the position the Knicks are in, especially how well RJ's been playing lately. Like, he's really been playing well. He's still 21 years old. They have all these young guys. Like, it was really good to see that, you know, some legit guys are are back in the optimism around us. Yeah. 
Absolutely. And I think, I think you hit it there. Like people that really pay attention to the Knicks understand that like, they're not, it's not that we're doing anything wrong. It's just that we're frustrated with the results that could be there right now. You know what I mean? Like Nick's Twitter is seeing young players around the league spread, you know, growing and everything. And it's like, man, like, can you imagine if we just had IQO being Grimes, just like breakout game after breakout game, like, holy crap, look what the Knicks are really building. You know, that's really when you get the buzz. And I think people around the league understand that we have, we've been doing everything right for the past couple of years and it's starting to come together. And that's just, it's just the coach. It's just holding the guys back a little bit. So I just got a, I just got a a good trade just came to my mind here Mm. and it's uh, it involves the, the Charlotte Hornets. This is an interesting one. I want to know what you think about this. I think we could do a Fournier Nerlens Noel centered deal Mm -hmm. for a guy like Gordon Hayward, throw him in the starting lineup. They get, they get some, the shooting back from Fournier, you know, they take the ball out of Gordon's hands. It's more of a off ball guy for LaMelo and they finally get a rim protector. (laughs) Because they just don't have any centers on their team. So, Shout out Mason. Mason Plumley. Plumley. Um, yeah, I do like that trade for us. I think it, we might need to throw yeah. something back their way. Maybe like, some draft comp. Maybe yeah. like two second rounders or like a late first rounder for Gordon. Because mm-hmm. I mean, Gordon is still a great player. Um, yeah. It just, just seems still... like the and then you start IQ. Like... What? And then you start IQ. And you go IQ RJ Gordon. Randall. It's just tough yeah. because it's really tough because adding a guy like that into the lineup, I feel like it's like, I think you brought this point up. Like it just, it takes a while. It takes a while yeah. to kind of get that feel for those guys. So again, if you can get that, I don't know Hayward's uh, contract and everything. Cause that's the only other you thing with, with Burks, with Burks, Noel, I know Burks and Noel in particular, they're on those deals that are, two-year deals with team options yeah so like if we don't trade them like next year those contracts are gone and that's like we're, we'd free up like 18 to 20 million in cap space so it's like mm-hmm. it's not that bad to keep them on the squad i like the gordon idea but i feel like almost it's just making a smaller trade for like a schroeder type guy where it's like you really don't have to like fit him into a team you know i feel like especially with the point guard position like if we traded for some sort of veteran point guard they can kind of come in and they can kind of come in and just feel their way into the offense with RJ and Randall, where it's like Gordon really would have to come in and be like, I'm taking this amount of shots. Like I need this amount of shots to kind of get going. You know what I mean? I don't disagree with that. I think um, the only thing though, like about, we always need more scoring, always need more scoring. Yeah. That was my thought process, but yeah, the, the only thing about training for a guard, like a point guard is I feel like we'd really have to prioritize getting like a playmaking guard, like a playmaking first guard, which, you know, There's not Schroeder, many of them out there, man. That, that's that's the problem. Yeah. There really isn't much out there. Um, trying to think of guys. I mean, I, I really can't. There's think of really any. not Rubio many out always there. Comes to my mind, but I mean, it's uh, like ideally, if Ricky Rubio is healthy, it's like a guy like that. Yeah, it's like a a vet who's just like I'm passing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who could also score thirty seven on you in any at the Garden? Let's not forget Ricky Rubio. So, let me ask. Went you, off you? against us. Sorry. Who um, who out of the young guys, if you had to to pick one of them who you wanted to stress their minutes the most and like get them into the starting lineup, who would you pick as top priority? Grimes. To get them in the starting lineup. Grimes, one hundred percent. You're taking Grimes over IQ. Ooh, you know, that's that's the thing. Yeah. <sighs> is Rose spot. is Rose back? Uh, yeah, he'll be if back. If Rose back, then yes, I'm starting Rose, and I'm I. I need – I'm starting Rose, and I'm giving Grimes 30 minutes a night, bro. I don't like, think – I don't think I D. Rose it. wants to start anymore. I don't know if he – I don't know. Like, as long as he doesn't play 30 minutes, I think he's fine. Mm-hmm. I just, like – I love IQ. But, mm-hmm. like, the, most of the fourth quarter, he was playing point guard last night, and he just gets a little erratic. He he He, he was, is our leading fourth quarter scorer. I know he was lighting it up. Like he was lighting mm-hmm. it up, but again, he's the scorer. Like he's I like his his spark scoring as that combo guard. Mm-hmm. I just would love I just don't know if he's that stable point guard yet. 
this is what me and we go to. But again, I would love to see. I would love to see and find it out somehow. But I just think once Rose is healthy, like how can we not? How can we not start him, dude? Like how? I, I really, I think, I feel like last IQ, year was... IQ likes being with the with those boys on the second unit. He likes that. He likes Obi and um, he does love Obi and Burks. I don't know. It's tough because I I really think I remember last year like D Rose talking about coming off the bench. He was like, I can see myself doing this for the rest of my career. Like yeah. I I really kind of like that. Rose D Rose is gonna ask whatever whatever Tibbs wants, man. Oh yeah. But I just think if Kemba gets benched, who is who is Tibbs more likely to start, Rose Probably or, or IQ? Yeah. So if that know, if see. that's the case. Would love to see that. If Kemba gets benched and we don't make any deals or anything, am I crazy to say deuce? No. Like not at all. I mean, I I would push back against that. I'd rather IQ, but I, just, I don't hate it. Um minutes, like not or are you saying minutes in the starting line in particular? Or just yeah. minutes in general? Okay. Both. Both. Uh, I, I would say minute. We can get it. Like, why, dude? Why does why can't he play? I don't know. Especially after we're seeing what Grimes is doing when he plays. They were drafted three picks apart or whatever, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Any other team in the league, man, if we saw the numbers they're putting up in the G League, they'd be starting the next night for these teams. Especially, I mean, just because Kemba is just garbage. So I I don't really understand. Um, I will say to the earlier question I asked you, I think the difference between starting d rose and iq is like so minuscule and then the difference between starting like grimes instead of you know burks or fournier is a way bigger gap like i think we upgrade a lot more from starting grimes yeah so i may actually be on your side with that i one. would agree i would agree because like 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 we've mentioned before like we've still been in so many games against top teams with, oh, we with how the are. team's currently constructed so it's mm-hmm. like even if they are still starting kemba but we prioritize getting Grimes in the starting lineup. We definitely, it would definitely be more impactful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's frustrating, man. It's really frustrating. I, I don't get it, man. I don't okay. understand why. Like we're, we're on RJ's timeline, baby. We'll be all right. Oh, all right, yeah. So we uh, on our team. That is true. Great. Wait. It, when, when, man? When does it happen with Kemba? Trade deadline. I hope so. Because yeah. it's got to be like you. You mentioned it before we jumped on. Like second toughest schedule at the end of the year, going on a road trip. Like you got. I think Saturday night you got to bench him against the Lakers. I don't know. I, I think you I, bench I really him. Think... I think you start IQ, and I think you have Burks from the second unit. And hopefully Cam. Hopefully Cam gets some minutes, bro. It's better the for the only team. Way, um, I think the only way they bench Kemba is if they already have a deal in place for him. Like if he's if he's not playing, I think that he'll be gone the next day. Like I think if we're, if we haven't moved him yet, I I think we probably rock with him until the until the All Star break. I I think there's a I think there's a more likelihood chance that we don't trade him and he's benched and stays. I, I think hope it's, so. I think that's more likely that happens than anything because I just mm-hmm. I can't see any team looking at Kemba and saying we can get something out of him because no. you can't you really can't unless it's like a Pistons magic rockets like yeah well tank commander we'll take anybody you know and they want to give us yeah, a pick or whatever thing. like that that is a deal maybe like you're saying if that's yeah. out there but maybe kemba doesn't want that i don't know i would love to kind of know what's going on with kemba because i'm sure he's like frustrated but like he's not getting he's not getting 30 minutes like i don't know um, his box course looks terrible dude oh. I, I what was it i saw a tweet that i screenshotted and it was kemba walker since returning from his injury Seven games. The Knicks are one and six. He's averaging six points per game, two assists, two rebounds, 22% from three, minus 51 in those seven games, 22 minutes per game. 22 minutes per game of that. Like, yeah. That's I'm that's telling you, man, it's though. tough because I don't know if Johnny Bryant and Kenny Payne, I don't know if they're looking at Tibbs like, make some changes. I don't know if they're doing that. I hope they are. Someone, someone's going to be easier. I don't so. know, man. It's it's tough being an assistant coach in the league. You know what I mean? It is. It is. So again, I'm 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 kind of overreacting a little bit because it's just I've I've watched this for a month now and of of a of Tibbs holding us back. So 
hopefully Leon forces uh, his hand a little bit. Um, One bright spot from last night, though, that we can take away is Mitchell Robinson is an animal. Oh, yeah. He, I, I said it, man, max him. I don't know what his max would be as a second round pick. Whatever it is, I do not care. We need to extend him yesterday. Yes. yes. He needs to be, he is a part of this building, this core, right? We, we mentioned IQ, RJ, and Mitch as the core core for this Knicks. So lock him up. He had eight blocks. I think he had six blocks on Ja, which everybody was making a big deal of, oh my God, if he dunked this ball, Mitch swatted that shit. Swatted that. Oh man. And he was Ja kind of burned him once or twice in like the first quarter with his floaters and stuff in the mid-range. Mm-hmm. And Mitch adjusted and he caught he blocked a couple of his floaters right in his face. Like it was it was great to see. So love that. I love seeing that. Love seeing him get to the 30 minutes. He still looks a little out of shape a little bit. It just there's mm-hmm. some times when he's like up and down. You just see it. He's just gassed out. Um, but I mean, if he's bullying Steven Adams down there like that, man, he had a nice double double. He oh, yeah. uh he looks he looks very 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 good and I think we, trip, I think we put the yeah we almost had a triple double with freaking mm-hmm. blocks, um so yeah I'm glad I think that officially put the Mitch for Miles Turner trade rumors out the yeah. door because uh, I'm, I'm good that, on that that was a was a point in that one article that like Miles would have been an intriguing fit next to Julius it could have unlocked him a little bit more but yeah. I I don't care Mitch I wouldn't is, plan for Julius yeah Mitch is a dog. So uh, mm-hmm. love seeing that. Love seeing I just that. I can't wait to see the uh, the Obi and Mitch minutes. I, I need that electricity. Yeah, Obi man, I love Obi, but like, stop shooting so many threes, man. <laughs> like you're so good in the post and running. Like let's you getting out he's there and shooting. Yeah, he's, he's there. He's there. It's just sometimes I'm like, all right, man, don't don't make it too much harder for yourself. But yeah uh iq looked good last night grimes 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 is in a tough spot right now so we can this can kind of transition us any any over you know closing remarks from like last night's game i know you picked it up late even just the last couple games that we've had with the bucks and the kings like closing um, remarks not there. really i mean i'm what i did i will say one thing too my bad to cut you off it was good to see rj really try and get to the line last night i feel yeah. like that kind of kept us in the game man because mm-hmm. he was Again, though, man, the Knicks get no calls. They get no calls. Of course, of course. Julius does not get any calls, man. Mello, Mello used to never get calls. It's that New York star thing. But mm-hmm. um, RJ getting to the line, I know you mentioned, was like that's a big focus Huge. for his development. Great to see. Yeah, and <clears throat> to speak to, you know, what you've been waiting to see from RJ for a while is he's just been so consistent these last couple of games, man. Just yeah. always finding a way to get get us in uh, 20 points. So yeah. it was late in the man. third. It was late in the third and he had like 21. And I was like, it's mm-hmm. dude, I was like, he's 20 every night I can look up. It's good. Or at least in 2022. He's been different than <laughs> RJ. Have you uh have you seen this complaint? Um it's a very small portion of Knicks fans that have this complaint that uh they think Tibbs is turning him into a, a spot up shooter in the corners. This is this is the this is a new one I've seen on Twitter. I don't know, I don't know what it's about, but I don't know if they're mistaking the man just because he loves to catch and shoot because he's a really good, you know, straight off the catch shooter. Yeah. I don't think anyone's telling him to stay in the corner and sit there. No, I think majority of our offense is high pick and rolls with RJ trying to get yeah. into the paint. Like, what are we yeah. talking Driving about? Driving headfirst into the paint. This, this is what I mean. RJ and Randall run our offense when they're out there. So, yeah. like, what? We don't need a point guard. Just let RJ <laughs> bring it up. I don't care. Whatever, Honestly, man. It would still it would be enough. He's the franchise. Yeah, that's what I mean. And then opens up a roster spot. So, uh, yeah, you're right. Good good to see from RJ, just the consistency. Even even in the Milwaukee game, I want to say he, he had a decent game. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yes, let's, let's transition to our youngins real quick. We had the Rising Stars weekend stuff was announced. The dunk contest lineup got announced. Um, Obi back in the dunk contest uh, as last year. He was robbed last year, but that's okay. Um, redemption time. We got who else is in the dunk contest? We got Jalen Green. Yep. We got Obi. Um, who else Cole is Anthony. in there? Cole Anthony. Mm-hmm. Like that. And there's one other guy. And then um, there's oh, uh, what's his Toscano. name? Toscano. Toscano Anderson. Yeah, which everybody was saying they got the wrong warrior in the dunk contest. I agree. You got two that's... other warriors that you could have put in. They could have put in Kuminga. Mm-hmm. 
and GP and GP too. Yeah. Like I would have loved Wiggins. To see and Wiggins, technically, yeah. Like he's too, would be he's too busy being a starter, bro. Okay. He doesn't yeah. concern himself with the with the dunk contest. Um, but yeah, so that dunk contest. I mean, on paper, the dunk contest. I like Jalen Green at Obi. I hope that's the final. That would be great to see. Jalen Green got bunnies. And he he mm-hmm. he got bunnies. So does Cole Anthony, too. And I always like seeing an undersized guy in that dunk contest. Who who you like in that? Oh, it's it's Obi, baby. <laughs> Honestly, Cole Anthony is gonna be a problem. Um, yeah, because he's he got, got underrated bounce. But Jalen Green, honestly, he might have the, the craziest bounce out of all of them. He's almost yeah. got like uh what's his name? Uh Derek Jones, right? Mm-hmm. Derek Jones. He almost Jr. got like Derek Jones crazy athleticism. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah, I feel like Obi's got the uh experience factor in this one. Like he kind of already <laughs> knows what dunks to come out with and kind of how to appease the uh crowd right. and the judges and everything. Cause I don't think last year I don't think there was a crowd or anything, right? if I'm I can't remember. I don't know. I don't it was remember. Like so long ago with, with the, when All Star Weekend was in like June or something. I can't even remember. But uh, yeah, hopefully Obi gets that redemption. But the bigger story, man, is that our, our first and second year guys were snubbed. Now, again, we really don't have anybody else to blame but the guy who runs the show for us because it's almost just like with the rising stars, they really just kind of go by stats, right? They're not really looking at like team record or anything um so i'm sure ob and iq's stats aren't great uh compared to those rest of the sophomores that got picked but i got some numbers for you quentin grimes not making the rising stars game is such a joke to me and so just anti-nicks i don't know what it is i don't know if it was a fan vote um maybe because just grimes didn't see the light of day until (laughs) until like two months ago it was probably it but like, I don't get Emmanuel quickly snub too. Like Emmanuel quickly has been a stud in the summer league as a rookie. Like he was in the game last year. Like, come on, that's ridiculous. Got some stats. Uh, Got to get my boys in there. Yeah, hit hit me with some stats. What what is going on? So yeah, so the two guys I saw, the two guards that I saw that look a little sus to me in there, <laughs> which at first you know might sound a little ridiculous, but. I, I know everyone loves the guy. I love the guy, too. He's having a great season. Ayo Desunmu, mm-hmm. putting up seven a game, seven yeah. points a game. Playing great, don't get me wrong. Shooting pretty efficiently. That's probably what's giving him the boost. But seven a game, playing 23 minutes. Eh. Sick. The other guy, Davion <laughs> Mitchell. Does it. This is the real concerning one. Davion Mitchell, putting up 9.8 a game, playing 25 minutes, shooting 30% from three, below 40% from the field and 50% from 57% from the line when IQ was putting up 10 a game on 20, like less minutes and similar efficiency. So that that's the only thing though. I don't know. I don't know if they picked sophomores over rookies. I think they delegated it. So I think they did rookies and I think they did sophomores. Mm. So rookies, if you tell me what Grimes's numbers are, that's what we should compare Davion. what it looks like, I'm seeing the list. It looks yeah. like they just picked a lottery. They're like, hey, the lottery can just come to Pretty the much. all-star game. Like, yeah. that's what it looks like to me. But maybe are there some – yeah, some I, – I can't imagine Precious Achua is, is doing better than, than I keep – maybe he no, is. No, Precious Achua, he's averaging eight a game. Jaden McDaniels, Isaac Okoro? Like – Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> Your guess is as good as mine. Yeah. I you Banana know. land. Grimes is tough just because like it took so long for him. What to are get. what are his like total season stats right now? You have Grimes is at six a game, but he's averaging sixteen minutes a game. Mm. He's averaging more minutes than Obi. That's crazy. So that's you see you start seeing it in paper. Yeah. So I think the I think the sophomore snub that really annoys me is IQ. Yeah. The Grimes snub is annoying because I feel like you can't put him in there instead of Davion or whoever, but. Mm-hmm. It looks like, from what it looks like, they just took the lottery and were like, all right, whatever. The lottery's good. Uh, sure. The sophomores, though, yeah. Jason I mean, Tate, like. He, and again, they're good players, but I'm like, how would you not want Obi Toppin? Again, maybe because he's in a dunk contest, but, like, how would you not want Obi Toppin out there in the Rising Stars game for TV? Is Jalen Green? Jalen Green's in it. I don't. Yeah. NBA, what are we doing? What are we doing? <laughs> I don't know, but so, it's okay. 
We don't need their validation. I mean, maybe they're putting Grimes in the three point contest. Look at look at the last guy they snubbed. He's he's doing all right, right? I'll Who's never that forget now? that. Who's that now? Snubbing of RJ. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh, to the all I'll never forget team. that shit. That was that's what I mean. The disrespect never stops. That was some actual anti Nick shit. Never stops. I'll never forget that. Yeah, but um. Besides that, <laughs> anyways, besides that snubbing, um, what do you make of like the overall format? I guess they're going to have like a couple mini games. Yeah, they're going to have three games. Uh, there's going to be four teams. They added new thing this year. They have four guys from the G League Ignite yeah. team, which I think is really cool. Um, cool. Jaden Hardy is a problem. And I think Beauchamp is a, is a really solid player as well. Um yeah, I mean, I, I like it. I don't I, I like when when the NBA tries to 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 mess with the rising stars game and the skill stuff, mess around with that, like change it yeah. all around, see what works, see what's more fun. Like even even the, the slight changes to the all star game, I thought was fine. So like doing all this is great for the league. I feel like why why let it get stale? Uh, yeah. The more players we can showcase, the more young players we can showcase, the better, you know, so. um yeah, what do, you, what do you think about it? Yeah, I really the love Clorox, uh, the Clorox Rising Stars. Like, what a sponsor! That's a weird sponsor. Um, <laughs> I do like the uh, adding of the G League players. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Get them some shine. Um, it is, it is on the uh, the complicated side. I will say it's, that. It, yeah, it's new. It's new. Yeah. It's a little complicated, but uh, you know, if it's fun to watch, I, I'm all for it. You know, I wish they would. Um, I wish they would give the player some incentive or something like give them, give them a cash prize or, or something to like get them to actually care about it, you know? Yeah. But yeah, that'll be fun. Uh, a lot of, a lot of exciting players in the game. So I will say I did, I did really, really like the team world versus team USA thing. Yeah. That was going cool. for a minute that I, I don't know cool. how I feel now that I'm seeing that they changed from that format to this. Cause that was cool. Cause you could do, you put the rookies and sophomores on the same team, but it's just mm-hmm. team world versus team. There's USA, a lot of, so. lot of European guys now too, or international, I should say. Yeah. The whole team could Even be giddy, game. giddy and segment. Yeah. And all those dudes. Right. Um, Bob's there too, honestly. Yeah. So uh, I am going to miss that. Uh, interested to see. It looks like they have Rick Barry, Gary Payton, Isaiah Thomas and worthy coaching the teams. So that could be kind of cool. Um, yeah, and then uh, and then we got the the All Star reserves are going to get announced tonight, so that'll be mm. interesting to see. Um, we got the starters already, and I'm, I'm kind of interested on your thoughts there. Uh, the one that stuck out, we can uh, we can just get right off the bat. Like, where do you stand on the whole Andrew Wiggins being an All Star starter this season? Keep in mind the fan vote was very i forget what the fan vote is 50 percent or something yeah it's something well, like that do you know what happened with that like the story behind it go ahead say say it for the yeah. for the people because i so think i heard about this it's some like k-pop star apparently and he just like just he tweeted, tweeted it out, out. He, yeah he was just like yeah I, you know vote for andrew wiggins he's a great player i love the warriors and yeah. You should you should get in. And I love it. <laughs> every single one of his fu- of his fans probably just tweeted out that Yo, thing. If you know one thing, that K-pop army oh, on Twitter is crazy. Yeah, they're diehards. So yeah. I mean So you think really that's the reason why he got in? That is 100 percent the reason. <laughs> like, listen, and this sucks because Wiggins is probably having one of the best, if not the best, season of his career. Oh yeah. But let's and, let and this just... is gonna be the storyline, which it shouldn't yes. be. But, but let me just like, let me just list everyone else's point totals or points per game. And then I'll get to what Wiggins is. Giannis, 28 a game. DeRozan, 26 a game. Durant, 29 a game. Embiid, 28 a game. Trey, 28. Steph, 26. LeBron, 29. Jokic, 26. John Morant, 26. Wiggins, 18. Two and four. Like literally the lowest marks in every statistical category. Yeah. And then you ask yourself, you're like, well, maybe they just didn't have any other options at forward, right? Could have you could have thrown Gobert in there. Gobert would have made more sense. You could have thrown in. I, I think I don't see why you can't just throw in a guy like Donovan Mitchell, and just who gives a shit if it's a forward or a guard? Mm-hmm. Like I don't I don't really understand that. I think it should just be, you know, guards and wings and big man. Like 
just split it up by that. It doesn't matter who's a center, who's a forward. It's it's all blended together anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's just kind of, kind of a mockery of a starting spot in my opinion, but I don't well, really try not to take anything away from Wiggins because he's having a great season. Yeah. Cause here's my thing, right? I think, I don't know how the fan vote works, but I feel like once that, once the voting opened, I don't know when that was again. So this is me kind of talking out of my ass, but at that time, the Warriors were clearly the best team in the league, if I remember. They were the one seed. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, they were, like, at the top, and Clay was still hurt. Yep. And Wiggins was a huge part of that team. He was, sure. Like you said, he's having one of his best years of his career. So, sure. if that continued, and, and, and we were right now, and we were at today's point, and we're like, oh, the Warriors had the best record in the league by five games. You know, the sun. Sure. And you still have Wiggins there as a starter? Okay. Does he deserve it? No. Okay. I can kind of see it because it's like the MVP thing where you're like, how much does he impact winning and all this? Like Wiggins is a huge part of that team this year. No doubt. Yeah. The fact that there's no Phoenix suns in the starting. That's, that's the pushback. (laughs) Exactly. What? Like again, and I I don't know what that timing when the voting opened and then on top of the K-pop guy, like tweeting that out, like the Warriors fans in general are crazy on Twitter. So I'm sure they help that. But like, Devin Booker and Chris Paul not in the starter conversation. Like I, I know Booker missed some games. Did Chris Paul? I don't know how many games Chris Paul has missed this year. He should a hundred percent be a starter. Him and Steph as the backcourt, or him. You have him. I guess because they have John there, you have yeah. to have a forward. To your point, but like, why can't you just have three guards? Like you're saying. Well, this, this is it. my thing. If if uh, if Wiggins is a forward and he's six six, why can't we just put Devin Booker in that? He is also six five. They're yeah. the same size. It do, like it literally doesn't matter. The guard, shooting guard, and small forward are the same position now. Yeah. So I don't understand. And it, you can make the same argument for Donovan Mitchell. He's having a great season. It just it sucks. And I, I there should be a lot more. It should just be more intuitive. Like it, just put the best five guys in there. If you have, you need at least one big man, and then you know the rest can be. You can put three guards. Who cares? Yeah. Yeah, I guess the NBA, I guess Adam Silver, they got to sit down this summer and they'll be like, all right, look, fan vote, it was a good idea. But this uh, K-pop situation, yeah. <laughs> like, let's have a little, let's have a little, I think the fan vote, it needs to be a part of it because I think it's important, but it clearly like the, 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 yeah, the, the, weight, the weight yeah, the weight you put it has to change a little bit because you know what this feels like to me? It feels a lot like Kyle Korver on those yeah. hot, that Hawks team when he made the all-star game and everybody was like, yeah. what? And it was like, well, that Hawks were the best team in the league that year. How many all-stars did they get? Like four right, or something yeah. like that year? Like, mm, uh, what's his name? Uh, oh man. I could see DeMar Carroll was a freaking <laughs> all-star that year. Yeah. Like that's what it was feeling like to me. Like, oh, I was like, oh, it's just going to be one of those years where like there's three warriors or something like with Draymond. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't know, maybe that's the case, but if Wiggins was just a reserve, like you're saying, this is a it non-story. So much more it's sense. a non-story. Yeah. I feel, I, hey, Wiggins got the vaccine. He turned into an all-star, just saying. But, like, yeah, it sucks because because Wiggins is, like, I'm beating a, a dead horse here, but, like, Wiggins is the perfect example of, like, you don't necessarily need to be a one or a two even to kind of find your place in the league. Like, sure, he was mm-hmm. drafted number one overall, and he yeah. – is his best self when he's the number three, sometimes number four or five option on a great team. So yeah, I feel like that's Wiggins' story is like, that should be talked about more than just him. Like, oh, like, obviously he doesn't deserve the starting spot. Like, obviously, I'm sure he knows that too, but he's like, Mm -hmm. shit, that's going to be a cool experience for him, man. Like, I'm interested to see what happens in the all-star draft. Like, I feel like LeBron's going to draft him uh, last or something. And he's going to be like, hey, man, this should have been, this is what it should have been like in Cleveland, you know? Like, I should have – this is what we were doing. I drafted you originally, but I traded your ass for Kevin Love. But now I'm not doing that. <laughs> the one the one last one that is interesting, which I don't know where I stand on it. Um, you going east? Yeah, would you – does Trey deserve to be a starter? I don't think so. I but, don't think so either. But his numbers were crazy. So, like – He's putting up 27 and 9, which is good. Yeah, like, I, I get that. But like um, Levine's putting up 25. I absolutely agree. I definitely yeah. think this was the year where you you put Levine and uh and DeRozan, DeRozan. as starters like that. They mm-hmm. turned around that Bulls team in freaking 30 games. Yep. So 
but Levine will still be an all-star, 100%. Yeah. Uh, it'll be Kevin Durant and LeBron drafting. So let's uh, let's do a little mock draft real quick. I'll give oh, you- I just realized. Oh, never mind. Never mind. Go oh. ahead. Well, okay, I'll give you Braun. I'll be KD. Um, hmm. You want first pick or, or, or what you want? Um, Comes, it snakes back to me. I get two once you get the, the one. Let's flip a coin. All right. I'm calling tails. I'm not going to be like uh, Joe Burrow and mess it up. You want tails? Okay. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> nice flip there. <laughs> it's on heads. Damn. All right, so you what do you, does that mean you get first pick or you just get the um, chance? Yeah, I'm going to take first pick. Wow. All right, so first pick, Team LeBron. Giannis. Give, wow, damn. Come on, baby. That I'm shocked. I'm, I thought there would be a different pick there. Um, all right, so the snake's back to me. I'll go Embiid and Steph. Um, <laughs> now you get two. I'm going to go – yeah, I'm going to go Ja and Jokic. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. I got, I got KD. Steph. Oh, he's gonna end up with Wiggins. <laughs> give me, give me Demar, and give mm-hmm. me Trey. <laughs> All right. On, so Wiggins. you got, so you got Braun. You got pretty much the whole West except you got Giannis instead of Steph, and I just have the whole East. I like that. And I got Steph instead of Giannis. That might be how it. I thought. I think LeBron. We'll pick Steph first, though, if he, he gets might. first pick. I think he definitely yeah. will. He loves playing with Steph. Unless, unless he does shock and he takes, uh, he just takes Wiggins. <laughs> you know LeBron would try to make, like, some sort of, like, story thing about that. Like, like it's my guy. I'll take him. I don't care. Um, Yeah, man. So that's, that is, we, we get the reserves tonight. That'll be interesting to see. Mm-hmm. Um, There's always going to be somebody that doesn't, that gets snubbed. Um. Yep. If, if, if you could pick like maybe two guys from around the league right now that deserve it this year, who, mm-hmm. who, who would you say, uh, who do you want to see like des- deservedly make it? That isn't the obvious, you know what I mean? Like mm. that isn't the Chris Paul, the Devin Bookers. I'd yeah. say I'll, I'll get the ball rolling. One guy I definitely want to see be an all-star two guys almost. I don't know who I'm between, but I think, I think the Cavs definitely need one all-star. For sure. I think you could even put two. I think you could do Garland and Jared Allen. I just don't know what Jared Allen and his games played if he's going to get there. But I think Darius Garland absolutely deserves to be an all-star because there's no one that you can say turn that Cavs team around. I mean, Evan Mobley clearly was a big part, but like Garland is that that engine. So mm-hmm. I think in the East, he better be an all-star or I'll be pissed for my fellow Cavs fans' friends. Oh yeah, but They probably thought they'd never hear that, but. I have uh, two young guys who uh, this this will be very interesting because you're very high on both these guys. Interesting. LaMelo Ball. Yes. 100%. Mm-hmm. 100% deserves it this year. Anthony Edwards. Interesting. It's a tough one. I mean, I think it's pretty I'm in on LaMelo. Definitely in on LaMelo. Yeah, definitely LaMelo. Carl Anthony Towns for sure deserves to be an all-star. Yeah. For sure. Honestly, you can make an argument he – he probably should be starting over over Wiggins. Yeah, that's probably makes more sense. It's just that freaking oh, look at their team. Oh, man, whatever. Edwards is putting up great numbers. What's his numbers? What's his numbers like? Twenty two, five and three. Um, let's see on what shooting though. I don't know if it's that's very right efficient. there. Not very efficient. Twenty two on... is right there. You need to be like twenty four, twenty five. I feel like till you start getting those those nods. Well, twenty two, I, would, I would hate it. 22 would be good, but he's also shooting 41% and 32% from three. So not terrible. It's a little give and take there. Yeah, the three point. I mean, yeah, definitely a three point could be a little bit better. But and again, I guess like you said, he is playing with Carl Anthony Towns. So those are like interesting numbers. Um okay, okay, yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think yeah. of like one more guy. Like Luke is gonna be an all-star. Also, how does he not get the starting spot? <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on. Uh, I think the the argument there was he's played a lot of guard minutes, so they were considering him a guard, which is just so stupid. So stupid. Um, man, the West the West All Star team would not be great this year. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. That's why I feel like some young guys might sneak in. They really might. 
Because I Ooh, guess this is a good one. Is Donovan? One. Yeah, Donovan and Gobert will be all stars. I got a good one for you. Um, Dejounte Murray. Mm, that is a He's very good in. one. That's mm-hmm. a good one. He he would probably deserve it if he can get up there. He he probably deserves it over um over Anthony Edwards. He's had a way better season. What about my guy Fred Van Vliet? Maybe, Maybe. is he up Maybe. there? I don't Shit. know if he's up there yet. Let me see what his numbers are. He's the clear leader on that team, though. He's been right, right there. I mean, freaking what's his name? Um, Pascal Siakam's been coming on real strong lately, too. Has he? I know he started really slow. Yeah, Fred's putting on some good minutes or some good numbers, man. Yeah, he's been playing. Half, he's literally been playing like his last. If you look at like his game log and you look at like his last five or six games, the dude's been playing forty plus like every night. I don't know if you've noticed that. It's insane. Oh yeah. Uh, with like overtime games and stuff. Man. How many All Stars do you give the Heat? That's a tough one. Um, I don't know if you can give it to. Uh, I don't know if Bam deserves it this year just because of injury stuff. Um, I would definitely same with Jimmy, right? Or I would he... definitely give Jimmy the the nod. He's missed some time too, but I mean, if he if he was playing every game, he's like low key uh, an MVP candidate yeah. right now. I'm just trying to look at like how many all stars each team will get, mm-hmm. and it's like, dude, is Kyrie about to be an all star? How does that work? No, because I know no. he was he was up there in the fan vote. Dude, Harden Harden's gonna be like borderline all star. Yeah, probably seriously, it, but borderline. Harden borderline borderline all star. Middleton and Drew. Middleton borderline. probably an all star. I'd say mm-hmm. Middleton's definitely an all star. Drew though is always borderline with those so it'll be kind of cool to see how, how the reserves go tonight um maybe we'll, we'll see that trend like you're saying because it's just kind of a tough year with the west not being as good like we really see that oh this is a young league now like we really see that in this next uh this next one because i think somebody somebody said it the other day on like a and like a tweet it was like james harden's 32 russell westbrook's 32 kevin durant's 33 Carmelo's 35, whatever. LeBron's 37. All these, yeah, all these dudes, like, appreciate them while they're here, man. Cause it's like yep. Tom Brady just retired. Like, you don't Shit, think Steph they can. Curry, man. Steph Curry's like 32, 30. Yeah, yeah, like they're getting up there. So uh be good to see. But hopefully we see that trend flip before mm-hmm. we go. Any shout outs, man? Um, shout out to my boy Anthony Davis. Hey. Um they really tried to get people to believe that he couldn't shoot jump shots anymore, which was, that was fun while that lasted. <laughs> um, but yeah, he looks, looks back to an old, his old self. Um, need him to stay healthy for some extended periods. Um, but yeah, if you can get on track, man, that's, that's all they really need. And, you know, hopefully they sort out this LeBron knee stuff, but God, I just want to see him all together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, shout out AD. It is very good to see him on the court it was like his first game back he like had that wrist thing for like a second yeah. and i was like oh god is it happening again that was so funny though because he he literally he did the wrist thing came back down the next court canned a jump shot and then came out it's like it's like yeah i think it's it's okay it's, I think it's working bro <laughs> um all right my shout out i'm gonna take a little different approach my shout out it's not really for something to praise but it's kind of like i'm holding this guy accountable right and i know you, this is very near and dear to you as well Shout out, shout out my boy from Ohio, Mike McCann, because he did go and watch another Mike, Mikey, Mikey Williams. He watched him play in person. Uh, And Mikey Williams, if you're listening, man, got to get your shit together. You got to get your crap together, bro. Really? This is direct words from my boy. He watched him in person last night. Comes in windmills alley-oops in the warm-ups everybody's looking at that team he said whatever mikey's prep school is mm-hmm. in ohio they there's there in ohio and the other team just doing lamp lines just whatever whatever he told me that mikey's team got their asses worked they got mm-hmm. ran out the gym it was a classic case of hard work beats talent and uh mikey williams he said he said he's got all the talent in the world. He looks talented. He's a raw athlete, but he his body language wasn't good out there. Barely talking to teammates. Lazy. Like, this is what we've been saying about Mikey Williams for a while, and he's been one of the most sought-after high school prospects ever. You know, right yeah. right there with, like, the hype that, like, LeBron had. No joke. Yeah. Like, I'm not <laughs> – he's, he's been, very similar to Zion. Yeah. He's been hyped since he was 14, 
and and jumping out the gym. So I still got a lot of faith in him because he's nasty. The problem with Mikey though, that it's, it's almost like ego, he hasn't man. grown in like two years. You know? Yeah. So. Like, I understand. I understand you're asking a 16 year old, 15 year old to grow up a little quicker, but I think I know he's hopefully he's got the right support system around him. Like, yo, man, like millions of dollars at stake here, you know, and oh, you yeah. got it. Well, you can't skip a step. You cannot skip, problem, skip a step. He's he's probably already making like a lot of money from the social media stuff. So that's a whole different whole different world right now with the, these younger guys. Hey man, you want to turn out like a fillet or what's the other guys? Like you know, some of those guys, you know, fine. You can go sure. play overseas for a little bit. Like once, if you got a little Instagram following, you make your money that way. But like, I feel like Mikey wants to get to the NBA. Like, oh, ah, yeah. isn't that like, you can definitely still do it. That's your dream. So mm-hmm. shout out Mikey Williams. I hope you, uh, you kind of get back on the, on the uh, right track there. It in. But it didn't surprise me. My buddy was like, do you know this guy? Like what's good with him? And I was like, ah, like, He's a crazy athlete, but everybody kind of thinks he's overrated. He's mm-hmm. got a little bit of an ego and shit. So we'll see. But uh, we'll see. good episode, man. We got one more week until the trade deadline. Let's hope Leon is that getting works. busy. And uh, Woj and Sam's, it's time. Let's get those it's notifications time. popping. All right. Till next time, everybody. Peace. Peace.